Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. And don't forget to smash that like button, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I am your host, extraordinaire, Chris Rubio. And I am with my good friend, Wendy Wilkins. How long have I known you? What is your social security number and everything? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've known each other about two and a half, three years now. I don't even know where the first time we met each other. Uh, you know what I think it was? Where? I think it was, um, uh, what's that place out in Tarzana? Uh, the the uh, That music bar that's also with Uriah, with the Mohawk. Oh, 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 uh, I think it may be there or it's Calmo's fucking yeah. spiel, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll think of the name. I'll think of the name. Or, or it's Corbin Bowl. No, 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 no. It's Petey's place. Oh, Petey's place. Petey's yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. where I met you for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, I had uh, quit comedy for 10 years. Uh, and my joke is because I fell in love and it ruined my act. Uh, but then <laughs> I uh, got divorced, so I came back to it. Yeah. So when I came back to it, I actually restarted. I was working in Chicago on a TV show. That's what I do for my day job. And uh, I started doing comedy there because no one no one knew me or knew my jokes. So I could just redo my old jokes so I can get back into the groove yeah, and yeah. then start writing new stuff. So when I came back to L.A., which was December of 2017, yeah, I got right, or 2018, I just jump right back into comedy in Los Angeles, which was a whole different ball game than when it was when I left ten years before. Wow! Because ten years before there wasn't Comedy Bureau, there was one or two mics a night, and that was it. Yeah. And you picked your one. Well, no, no. What city was this again? I. W what do you mean? You said you. Uh, you said L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I, I thought you were talking about a separate place. No, not like I moved to LA in '92, started yeah. doing stand up. The very first open mic I did was at the comedy store. It was Sunday nights. It was a whole different ball game than it yeah. is now. I did it for 15 years, then gave it up for 10, then came back. So then, when I started to get my feet back in, you know, I started to go to the little by little the mics that I felt comfortable at. And here I was. I'm like, I'm an old lady. I'm starting at the bottom again. Yeah. And it's fine. We'll see how these youngins. But like you get youngins. there, and you, you realize everybody's at all different ages. So it does oh, not by the way, even we, uh, matter. We got some comments. Uh, I don't um, know if you know Doug. Doug Bass. Chris can't hear you guys. I know. There was like a, 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 a small malfunction. Now you can. Give it up for Doug Bass. He actually runs an uh, I Am An Asshole podcast. Uh, I met him once. Yeah, with, he's actually with... pretty fucking cool. Pretty down-to-earth guy. Funny. Follow his podcast, I Am An Asshole <laughs> podcast. And Zach Elk said, what up, Wendy? Hey, Zach. Wendy, Wendy. Or what up, Zach? Uh, Zach is um, actually uh, going to... I think live stream tonight and he has a very special guest. I forgot who Ooh. that special guest is, but it is a very, very famous special guest that he has on his oh, live stream. Oh, oh, so. shit, shit, shit. I'm trying Gosh to, I'm damn trying it, Wendy. I'm trying to run a professional I'm show I'm trying here. to share God it. I'm trying to it. share Here we go. I'm sharing, sharing. <laughs> well, guys, sure. hold on. Before we even start tackling these Just articles, I do want to say that Wendy Wilkins has an acting reel up. Oh, God. <laughs> It's slightly old because I haven't been doing acting, pursuing it since I came back to comedy. She but. has an acting reel up. Uh-huh. And would you like to introduce the acting reel? I will. So uh, back when I wasn't doing stand-up, I was concentrating on my writing and acting. And I was part of I.O. And so, like, I started Ooh, to Ooh, good do, old I.O. Yeah, yeah, I loved I.O. Uh, and I started doing a lot of, like, non-union, because I wasn't in the union, uh, yeah. non-union uh, stuff. And literally, I would go out on these auditions... 
at least half of them I would get. It was a weird thing because they're always like, oh, you're only going to get 10% of your auditions. But almost half of the auditions I went for for non-union I would get because I had acted. I've been doing stand-up. So I had a bit of a leg up than the beginners that were doing non-union stuff. And so that was great. That's what talent gets you. You hear that, guys? (laughs) That's where talent gets you. Well, it's a lot of hard work, too. You know? <laughs> well, guys, without further ado, here is Wendy Wilkins in all her future Oscar worthiness. <laughs> here you go. Your girl. You get on everybody's computers for a few minutes. So, uh... Anna Delgado reaches out to the FBI after her husband brutally attacks her. Do you speak dog? I do. I well, do. Say something to our audience in dog. Sit down. That's nice, Gabby. She put one shot in his right buttock. Just doing her job. Nobody moves cookies in this neighborhood but me! Oh, my God! <laughs> We want to have a family of our own. Mr. Haper! (laughs) Well, I do greatly appreciate it. Very kind of you. What was that last thing that I saw? That was uh, the short film. So, like, I had done the the part where I have the really bad uh, Western accent. Uh, Could you... you, uh... I can't uh, do it. I Come on. I At least try. I kind of, yeah. Okay, I, I never know. mind. Get the fuck out of my <laughs> I am horrible at accents. Unless I'm in it. Like, when we used to vacation in rural beach, I would pick up the southern South Carolina accent like yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. But once I'm out of it, I don't have that skill. What is the best accent you could do? I could do a b- b- upstate New York, where I'm from. <laughs> uh, do it. Do it. I, do, yeah, do the mo- I, I got, um, I'm going to go park my car in the park and lot. <laughs> We need to go get a salad, and uh, it's really hard to And I got this on my calendar. You know, it's like, it's really disgusting. It's oh, my not, goodness. It's not, it's not fun. But, like, when I was doing a lot of that acting, it was uh, when I was married, so I had an extra 50 pounds on me. Uh, so well, no, wait, you have an extra 50 pounds on you? In in a lot oh, of those things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that last shot was uh, the guy who I did that, uh, that, that Western thing with. He, like... Uh, called me up and goes, I'm doing this class project. Can you come do it? You know, so like I got involved with a lot of USC and UCLA yeah, or yeah, like yeah, a New York yeah, yeah. Film Academy and those kind of places because they hired me because a lot of the non-union stuff uh, I did for free because I just was like building things, uh, you know. Building so wait, are you ever going to go back into acting then? Oh, I, you know, if anybody ever wants to have me yes. do it. Yes. I do have an agent. I what, go, is, what is the best role for you? The best role for me is yeah. like the the like the, the down and out neighbor, you know, the neighbor that just is always in your business. That's because I perfect because yeah. one of the articles was about a woman freaking complaining. And this is a, a just segment about weird, uh, just weird. It's about a woman complaining about another neighbor because the neighbor just got done with surgery. Oh, I got a whole <laughs> thing about that. I've gone through three major surgeries. Oh, and man. Like, yeah, if I had any of my neighbors complain while I was like trying to get up from the couch to go pee because I have 37 stitches in my gut, you know, fuck you. I'm going to, I'll punch you. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, you know, it was all like, it was super fun to do all this stuff. There's a, there's a couple of videos 
where I got what? I got paid extra to be naked in them. I mean, everything is bl- bl- blurred out. They're not in the real, but everything's blurred <laughs> out. But like, I got like you know, it was great. It was good money. Like, why not? You know, I don't care. My body. If you, uh, hey, if they want overweight chubby girls. In a music video for a joke? Fuck yeah, why not? Fuck yeah, right? Why not? I have been comfortable with my body since after college. It took a long time, but like once you get comfortable with being like a chunky girl, you know, like who the fuck cares, you know? Yeah, who the fuck cares, man? I've hooked up with some of the hottest men and they don't give a shit. Are you kidding me? They they Well, sex is sex. I know, man. Sex is sex, man. You know, and especially if the chemistry is good, fuck, uh, fuck all the other things, man. Exactly, chemistry you know? is is 100% chemistry everything. is everything, everything, and also you know it also depends on the kind of cocaine, and you know. <laughs> I am a square, so I have never done cocaine. <laughs> that I, is a bunch of bull. Come on, no, when you've never done cocaine. Never done cocaine. Come on, I do. Hook Live up. it up, I, it's girl. Not, here's the thing. No, there's no I, a thing. Nobody's the most ever harshest? offered me it. I've lived here so, 28 years. No one's ever so offered me So are you cocaine. meaning to tell me, never. okay, yeah. that you would actually try it, but you've just never been offered? No, I wouldn't try it because I'm a square. <laughs> yeah, come on. I've never done pot. I've never done- You've I, never done pot. No, no. I'm not going to judge. Okay, here's <laughs> the reason why is because I grew up with an ear, nose, and throat issues, and yeah, yeah, I yeah, have yeah. severe allergies to that. And so anything burning actually gives me- a, um, an ear infection and then spikes of fever. Mm. So smoking was the only way really that pot came into existence for a good chunk of my formative year. So I wasn't ever going to do it. I've never smoked a cigarette. So like because of that. So like by the time it kind it came around with all these fancy things, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and eating it and all that other stuff, it just didn't, you know. I'm sure when I, eventually I'll get cancer and I'll have to go through chemo and have shrooms? to have something for the Zach Alex says shrooms. <laughs> have you ever done shrooms? I have not. I've done nothing. Okay, other than, okay, okay, other okay. Than tequila so I got pack. it. I got it. I think. I, mm-hmm. I I I think this is the way it's 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 gonna be, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Me and Zach. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna take you out one night. Shit. We're gonna do some cocaine and we're gonna do some shrooms and we're gonna do some stand up and you're gonna be horrified. Shit. <laughs> I can dig it close. You're like, hey guys, hey this is Wendy. Hey, hey guys, how did I do? I know I was scheduled for 15, uh, 15 minutes. Uh, you've been up there for one minute, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> I there's would, been there's been a couple times that I've gone on stage yeah. completely just coked out. Not really? completely coked out, probably that one one bump or two uh-huh. bumps. I'm telling you, you feel like a rock star. You uh-huh. feel like you're killing. But when you sober, be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was the drugs that was talking. Oh, you know, shrooms well, you know. and stand up. I think that would be bad. I think the better. Is that uh, a new show? A new yeah, show yeah. Shrooms and stand-up. That would be a great show to have comics just totally trip out on shrooms. Well, there's a bunch and... of those like get a high and do stand-up yeah, yeah, shows, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. There are. Well, for me, the closest I ever got to being high was I once stayed up for 48 hours uh-huh. and time went really fucking slow. Like really. And I'm like, I guess this is what. You were sleep deprived. That's Totally why. sleep deprived. But then I'm like, is that this? Is that similar to what drugs are? Because if no. so, so cocaine is in it goes it, fast, right? Uh, cocaine is an upper upper. Uh huh. So you know, you're just like, oh, what should we do next? What should we do? And to me, I think weed is like, oh man, I just want you on the couch. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, and then shrooms is like, dude, do we even exist? <laughs> 
do we even exist? I don't know if I can get to that level. I don't want to even think that You know that what? Far, I, there you know? are a lot. There are a lot. I used to um, microdose on psilocybin, which is the main mm-hmm. ingredient for mushrooms. Um, there has been studies. It is um, actually very, very beneficial for the brain. And I think it's beneficial for people who have mental health issues. Exactly. And, and I'm a proponent. All drugs should be legal. Yes. I have no problem yes. with that. I don't want anything to do with them, yeah. but I, I think every drug should be when legal. When it comes to drugs, I think me and you could both agree that we are probably libertarian this issue. Look, if I'm not hurting anybody else, let me do it. Right. You know what I mean? Let me fucking do it. Exactly. I have more problems with cigarettes and cigarette smoke because that is not only are you killing yourself, but anybody who can smell it around you. Yeah. I I feel like it's attempted murder. This is just this is just. Yeah. But that in itself, though, uh, doesn't have metal in it. That's the thing that worries about. Yeah. yeah, It's the metal that is in there. But but if there's between the two, I'd rather the vape and the no the no caramel flavor bullshit cotton candy flavored. I just want the regular. Is this your brother? No, that's that is my cousin. Oh, another Wilkins in the house. Eh? Who I have not seen since he was a baby. He was a baby. Was he an annoying baby? No, no, no. I. <laughs> I it was. I didn't want to call him out. No, was he, no, no. Was no. he the one that was always crying? No, Jeremy. Jeremy was. I saw him a handful of times. My dad and his dad. You know, I didn't see each other often. I, I Jeremy, um, him and his family moved around a lot. Like they, they were in different parts of the country. So yeah, they, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we were just in my hometown. So I didn't actually get to grow up with them so much. But he's a wonderful dude, and I'm so glad. And I hope someday we get to see each other again. But I really haven't seen him since he was like four or five. Oh, okay. So, but he's a cool dude. It seems he's having a good life. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, should we? tackle these articles yes let's do it all right well first order of business is always politics let's go ahead this is from cnn guys see the good old cnn california governor mounts aggressive effort to combat recall campaign California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom has embarked on an aggressive new effort to push back against the well-funded effort to recall him, arguing that the campaign is being driven by allies of former President Donald Trump, who is deeply unpopular in California. Newsom acknowledged in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper on the lead Tuesday that he is worried about the recall and expects to qualify. Well, this is what I got to say about this. No, it's not just Trump supporters because... I know plenty of Democrats that hate the guy, too. Mm-hmm. He's equally hated on both sides, you know? And I don't know. It, it, it's, it's like, just, just just look at him, too. He just looks like an evil villain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. I, uh, all right. So I'm not a huge proponent of recalls because generally what will happen is that politician will eventually Ex- be voted out of office and then we don't waste a whole buttload of money exactly. on trying to get this person out. Yeah. It is a waste of resources, it's a waste of time and money. If this person is truly not effective, he will he or she will not be effective within government with the amount of time I think is he only halfway through? I don't know yeah, what he is. Yeah, he's only halfway through. So you like know? by the time it all works out, he's going to be almost gone anyway. So who the fuck it, cares? Yeah, yeah. So I know he's unpopular. I know a bunch of people don't like him. I know he's done some dumb 
dumbass shit. A lot of dumbass shit. You know what? I mean, what, the, the, the main thing that pissed me off was when he was like, no, nobody could dine indoor. And then, and then he's he di- did. And yeah. then he's dining indoor. He's a hypocrite like most politicians are. And he's then he's, a hypocrite. he's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saying so. I, everybody shut down, not his vineyards, not his, not right. his uh, you know what I mean? So but, at first, I just don't like politicians, especially I, I, I had a joke. I'm like, it, you know, if you're if you have slick slick hair and backwards it doesn't matter what it, you're evil to me <laughs> you know especially if you're fairly attractive like he is yeah you're done i don't like you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every batman movie right you know oh uh, like, yeah he of course he looks like the evil villain of course he does look at him he, he, yeah. you know what that's the, the Speaking of evil villain, that's what Army Hammer, like everybody trying to make him a leading man. When you look at him, you're like, no, there's fucking evil deep inside oh, that yeah, fucker. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, only yeah, needs yeah, to yeah. be the villain. And then you look yeah. at Newsom and you go, oh, yeah, I can see the he he needs to be a villain. He's not he's not the handsome like I mean, he's handsome, but not in the good way. He's handsome in the evil way. Like, you know, he called uh, women in college fat asses. Like, you know, and that yeah. that's like a trigger for me. So, yeah. you, know, you know, he like, he would only go, no, I'm not going to fuck that fat bitch. You know, yeah. he said that at some point in his life. Yeah, he so, did. So, but honestly, it's like, just let, you know. He looks like a good joker, Carlos uh, Feliciano yeah, 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 said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does like, look like a good joker. <laughs> yeah, don't be a hypocrite. If you're going to be a politician, don't be a hypocrite. And, and that's why uh, I could never be a politician. Look, man, you know, sometimes I entertain the fact that uh, nobody's you know what? perfect, but yeah, if yeah. you're going to be in that position, you yeah. better fucking be but at then the top of that. Sometimes you know? I entertain the fact that I'm like, you know what? I think I want to run for governor. Chris Rubio for governor. <laughs> And the thing is, like, I'll run totally like the way Trump did it. I'm like, no bullshit. I'm, I'm not going to be articulate. I'm just going to talk like exactly like the way I'm talking this live stream. Right. I'm like, fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Some people deserve this. Some people don't deserve that. And I'm, that's the way I'm going to run it. And, I'm, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to quit. I'm going to make a promise that I'm going to quit before my term ends. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, you know, I just uh-huh. want to go in there and do the damage and get the fuck out. Okay. Well, all right. You know, there we should all be have more goals. politicians like that. We all have goals. Like, <laughs> I, I sort of subscribe to the Leslie Nope kind of thing where you want to go in with your earnest best and you're going to fuck up. But as long as you are, you own up to it and you fucking bring forth an honest person, that's the kind of politician I she? want. Leslie Nope was in Parks and Recreation. It's the character oh, yeah. that uh, Amy Poehler played. Oh, that's and right. So okay. and so and that's what I, I never watched. To. I, yeah, I never watched Parks and Recreation. It's a great show, yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah, it's yeah. a great show if you want to understand government too. Yeah. It actually there's a lot in there that teaches you about government, but not in a way where you feel like you're in a government. Do you think class. California is ready for somebody like Ben Glebe? To to be governor, I think. Do you have a picture of him? <laughs> I don't. I, ben Glebe is a a a, a, com, a comedian that was running for I think governorship. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not ready, ready for any sure. comedian to be in charge of anything. <laughs> no, come on. No. no yes. Just like I don't want ben any Glebe. actor or reality show guy in charge of. Anything, I want a comedian. You know? I want a comedian to be. You know what? If you're running for for governor, I would totally vote for you, Wendy. Oh, well, I thank would, you. I would. <laughs> I would it. totally. I've never do, I get too many. <laughs> Too many things in my past that would knock me out immediately out of ever running for political office. <laughs> Having said that, I'd be more than happy to run somebody's campaign. Okay, <laughs> quick question. If you were going to run for governor, you know how uh, Biden had Build Back Better and uh, Trump had uh, Make America Great Again? Right. What would be your, your, your slug? Just do it. Go. Eliminate HPV. <laughs> we're going to... Uh, women's health... 
is number one priority. No tampon tax. Uh, <laughs> women's everything about women's health, and we're gonna That's get rid it. of HPV because you're it. dirty there's, dicks. There's, there's gonna be Wilkins. Your fucking dirty dicks Wilkins, are giving women yeah. across the world HPV because of your fucking dirty on, dicks. Oh, Wilkin, uh, freaking <sighs> lawn signs eliminate HPV. Yes, exactly. <laughs> fucking dirty dicks. God damn it! You guys don't know you have it. We need to like come. That's up with right. A test. See, look at Carlos Feliciano said I'll vote for Thank her. Look you. at it. I'm Thank dude, you, Carlos. You know what? You know, fuck, fuck being an actress. I think you've got. <laughs> This is an intervention here. <laughs> Wendy Wilkins for governor. Who's with me? I know your your cousin is. <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. Oh, God damn. <laughs> you got to start small. I would love to be your press secretary. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I would like every would press love, conference would me. be you play the piano yeah, the keyboards yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me uh, uh, Chris uh, when Wendy Wilkins say eliminate HPV uh, that's not a little sexist that's, that's only like towards uh, just one gender well I, I gotta tell you uh, she has a lot of dick and um, <laughs> if anybody uh, she's, she equally discriminates on both ends uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man nothing will get this woman down I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I think that's one of the most stressful jobs, by the way, just being a press secretary. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine. You like, know, because you you know all you know all the dirty stuff. You know all and the then dirty stuff. You have to frame it in a way when yes. the dirty stuff comes up yeah. that it was the most innocent and in, you know thing, or you gotta ignore it. Yeah. Like the the number of times that things just like get put on the wayside, they're just like they sidestep shit. I, well, it just reminds me of every goddamn boyfriend I hooked up he with said, in community uh, college. Max from D Live said the HPV vaccine has fucked up a lot of people. Yeah, you get it, Max. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Well, what does he mean? Uh, I think that's a, is that a woman? Or is that a guy with a mustache? <sighs> no, and long no, hair? it's a, it's an old white dude from oh, uh, Kansas okay. City. He's he's a he um, he's a great fan of mine. He thinks. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. He's he subscribes to my podcast. He Aww, gives me five thousand. He gives me five thousand dollars a month. Thanks, thanks, Max. Oh, that's awesome, Max! Yay. <laughs> well, HPV um, is the number one cause of cervical cancer in women. Yes. I've had uh, two friends who died of it. I saw one when she was two weeks before she passed away, and she was just emaciated from the cancer. And it is a virus that 80 to 90% of the people, when they get it, it does work their way out of their bodies. Yeah. But it's that 20 to 10% that cannot get rid of it. And then you have to constantly monitor it because once it turns into a cervical cancer, it can then, it wrecks you. It's much like pancreatic when cancer. You check for, is, is it like, uh, is it like for a, men, like prostate, like when you turn 50, it's a great idea to, to check your... Well, women get pap smears every year if they're yeah, getting yeah. regular checkups. And that's where it comes up. Um, if you, uh, if it stays with you and it's dormant, you're okay. You can live with it. Um, but the problem is it's men that actually transmit it the good day of the time. And there is no test to know if a man has it other than HPV warts, which is another strain of it. If you get warts, then you know, but if you have the (laughs) cervical cancer one, you don't know that you transmit it. And so that's why that it, it ends up transmitted. So then you, your wife, and it could be dormant for years. Yeah. Your wife could have had a dirty dick a long time ago, not known it. And then you guys have been together <sighs> for fucking ever. That? I mean, who cares? Everybody has sex. And then 
all of a sudden she she comes down with it and then yeah or it could be dormant in you for many many years and then so it's that's the problem and they do have a vaccine for people they had a vaccine for people from up to 25 and then they got it up to 45 and it's still (laughs) it's they still I, i keep like aging out of it so like and so now so now um you uh the next step i have a friend who works at the cdc and i emailed him he's a doctor and i said hey can you give me any lowdown on hpv and he goes well i work right next to that department and so then he came back and he says right now there isn't anything for anybody over 45 but they are working on it and so we don't know how long that'll be because then they have to come up with a vaccine and then do a trial and then they'll be able to do it but of course right now i think everybody's working on covid so So you've got to limit your sex no, no, no. You just have to protect yourself. But even condoms doesn't 100% protect yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah. you yeah, you can do it. So has that suit sex. <laughs> that could be well, a thing. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> but I'm also, you know, you, you got to live your life. You got to like. You got to live you your get, life. You got to go through life and you got to. And that what you do is if you do have that virus, then they give you this special test where they go in and take some cells out of the inside of your um uterus yeah and then they test that and then you're um and then as long as there's no present cancer cells you're okay so you just you know you keep you keep doing what you, you, can you keep do, doing you know? what you gotta do yeah you know you know you gotta you gotta just live your life and have some fun man I'm, that's uh, what i'm saying i'm not stopping <laughs> <laughs> all right guys next article next article this is world news guys this is brought to you by bbc news French is that minister? What what uh, what's MP? Uh, minister the public. I don't know. Back lot to introduce age of sexual right. consent. Okay, French MPs. I guess that's minister something like that. Have voted uh, to back a new law that would uh, set the age of consent at fifteen and prohibit sex with relatives aged under eighteen. Wait, what the fuck? Are they saying okay to incest after eighteen? Yeah, it is expected uh, to pass. Well, it's not illegal. You know, is that illegal? Is, for I don't incest think, in France. I don't think it's illegal incest here. Incest is illegal here. Is no, it? There, it is. Okay, it good. Is. Thank God. It is. Um, it is expected to pass in the Senate and give France an age of consent for sexual relations for the first time. It comes after a series of sexual abuse scandals that shipped the country. Supporters say it will make it uh, easier to prosecute both historical and recent cases of sexual abuse. The bill was passed unanimously by politicians in the National Assembly on Monday night. President Emmanuel Macron government uh, has said that after final approval this spring, it wants the bill to come in, uh, into force quick, uh, quickly. What the fuck? I how how can they not have an age of consent? Because it's France and they're fucked up about sex. They're the ones who pre- who <laughs> got a guy off from rape because he said, "Oh, the girl's skirt was too short, so she was asking for it." No, oh, a woman can be fucking God, naked walking down the street. Dude. You still do not have the right to touch her yeah. and do whatever you want with her. Yeah. So it's fucking bullshit. And like it, you know, Gerard Darpadu finally has gotten like put in jail. It has taken. 30 years of sexual uh, uh, misconduct yeah. accusations and charges against yeah. him to finally bring he's a disgusting piece of shit yeah. and they it's all about are, time they all uh, uh, <laughs> all of them are just disgusting pieces of shit you yeah. know and they all look the same Gerard Depardieu doesn't look too far off from Harvey Weinstein I know yeah they're all you know <laughs> what I mean and then and then you got these 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 
fucking evil people like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And God knows what famous people is is in his catalog. There's a lot of all kinds. It's not. It's not just one. Why is that being hidden from the public? Or why are we not talking about that? I. You know, it's just like, dude. I I think the government right now is holding their cards because they're trying to build a case against a bunch of people. I think that is, you know, that that is going to roll out eventually yeah. so because that is something that's too big that they cannot ignore yeah so that'll eventually and that's snarring a lot of people could you, uh, could you imagine just being on on uh uh epstein's itinerary and just not doing it just completely being innocent right okay all, all through these years like god damn it i'm on the itinerary i just went there just to pick up a piece of paper or just to sign right. some shit and get back right you know well that's bill gates bill gates went there because epstein was like i want to invest in your charities and bill gates yeah, yeah, went yeah, yeah. and not not having vetted him enough yeah. and not having it that's where you needed a press fucking secretary to yeah. go yeah this guy but he is was like, he, he was involved with multi-billionaires yes. the amount of powerful people that has come to that island yes. is fucking ridiculous yes i i i i've read every article that vanity yeah. Fair has ever posted all the stuff about it and i 100 percent be, believe the you know girls what, because yeah. the girls were girls they yeah, were just yeah, like yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck you know you know who i would love to interview the most or what 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 perspective i would and and they, they've gotten this perspective like the people that kept the upkeep of the island oh yeah you know oh god they know so much they know so much so much and they've been paid so and they've been threatened yeah and they've been so where yeah. is the dungeon i don't want to say where the yeah, dungeon yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are just hoping nobody ever knows who they are. If they were smart, they gave a false name and they worked there for years. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, could yeah, just yeah, go yeah. hide and I mean, gosh, damn it. I mean, look, money speaks. Yeah. Right. And yeah. if you told me if I was seeing some horrible shit go down, I would say something. Yeah. But if you offered me two million dollars to be like, hey, you saw some shit. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Two million dollars. I would tell a friend, and hopefully that friend <laughs> told somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that's 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 somebody. That's me being somebody but in a what's third the world right, country and what, everything. Yeah. Here in America, no, of course. What I is the tell, right would, price for you to keep hush hush? Oh, there is no price for huh? when somebody's being sexually abused or abused in any way. There's no price. There's no price. There's no price. There's no price. Yeah, I would say there's no price for that. You know, there's no price. Question is, on that island, look. I don't know how big this island is. I didn't. I took a look at the documentary, the documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it seems like this is this is an island that any billionaire or millionaire could have. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what I'm saying is like this is. I I think Jeffrey Epstein was just would just escape. I think there's plenty of more people that are evil like that. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Again, speaking back to the Army Hammer family, yeah. I'm reading about the, the his great-grandfather was a fucking in sex cults and doing all kind of crazy stuff and it just trickled down to his his grandfather and then his father and everything so like sex he comes he come from a long line of big sex perverts what's what's so the most it's, it's inherent in yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of these big families that you know they could do whatever they want because they were omnipotent what is the that. most famous sex cult to ever exist do you know uh well, there's all those religious ones, like the ones that River Phoenix and his family yeah. was involved in. What about in, the uh, something like? Something. Do you know about like like the 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 Bohemian Grove? No, it was that the Indian well, guy. No, no, it's like uh, I was that, talking about this last week. If, I feel like they're all six cults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach <laughs> I mean, there's Nexium, of course. That was, like but a, that's a newer one. Yeah, it's like a very secret society, right? And then uh, actually, Zach Elk was actually um, uh, chiming in 
uh, last week's live stream, he told me all about it. It's like a, it, it's an elite society where only very, very rich people. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, Alex Jones kind of uh, invaded. Well, well, he kind of like s- kind of scrambled for one of his ri- uh, uh, one of their rituals. Uh-huh. He, he he found himself in there. He he, he like. Uh, Kind of conned them so he could go in there, oh, and yeah. so there was like a ritual, some sort of uh, fucking worshiping a bird, and then uh, some some human sacrifice, some fake religious, um, fake human sacrifice, and then they they're like an orgy in the forest, and I'm like, well, we know a comic who is part of a <laughs> a, a, a cult, and he's open about it, and he says there are sexual things that happen in it, yeah, and he's very kind of open about it amongst comics and like he says it's very innocent and no he's coercing anything but they all just go into the woods and they do some stuff and then (laughs) that's on a basic (laughs) level you know and then i i was the guy that destroyed me after my marriage that i was involved with that uh, i is the reason why i will never fall in love again and never have a relationship again anyways part of never say never part of the reason why was because he got really into he was always big on porn, but he got really into, he lived in Austin and he got really into this uh, fetish bondage group. He went to a meeting and then from yeah. there it just kind of grew. And he started telling me about all these like private events. And then there was the warehouse, you know, kind of events where it's hundreds Jeez. of people and stuff. So that's on a basic level. So if you talk about people who actually have money, powerful, like powerful who can money. gather people in a cabin in fucking Alaska and then, you know, and then keep hush about it. And, yeah, and, and, absolutely. And, and, Are you kidding and, me? Yeah. Hire internet people to make yeah. sure nothing goes out. Exactly. Hire the most best private security exactly. ever to fucking confiscate the phones. Yeah. Yeah, for exactly. Damn sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course there's that shit going on. Uh, oh, oh, what, what do you say? Druids worshiping the, the Bohemian owl, Grove so is a insane. gathering of uh, druids worshiping the owl. Uh, say, say, well, for saying, oh yeah, see that too, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, hey, if I if I want to go fuck in the woods, I'll go fuck in the woods. Yeah. I don't need a goddamn I, I just, cult leader I, to tell me I just want to meet that, that one that one person that gets invited to one of these rituals uh-huh. and just goes to the head guy, be like, hey, uh, Wendy, just want to say, yeah, not my thing. Uh, <laughs> right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could have myself. I'm not, I just want to let you know it's not it's not my thing, guys. I mean, you know, I'm more of a low key kind of guy. <laughs> I, got my, I got my own two person cult in my apartment, my little studio apartment. Uh, every time somebody comes over, he's in my cult. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know what? Have you have you seen um, or read um, a Brave New World with Adios Huxley? Yes, a long time ago, and I need to read it again because it's like opposite of 1984. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You my, know, everybody's my, having yeah. sex. Everybody's, but everybody's on drugs. Everybody <laughs> is on antidepressants. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's great. I mean, looking looking from the outside in, everybody ha- is is having sex. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. Right. You know, everybody's like in their subgroups or right. whatever. It, it looks great from the outside, but then really, <laughs> there's this great science fiction series, um, and I'm gonna get the name wrong. I think it's Suburbica. Nah, I gotta look it up. Point Break. No, no, no. It was on <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. It was amazing, and um, Eric Stoltz was in it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's set in the future. And part of what's in this future is a lot of people live in that virtual world, yeah. and they they go into this virtual thing. But in the reality of this world, which is in the future. 
everybody can have any kind of marriage they want. They can it can be nine different in people this virtual world. in this virtual yeah, no yeah. not in the virtual world in the real real world but in the future oh. everybody can be married to as many people as they want. They have shared communities, shared household. Shared uh, there's wives. kids all yeah. over. So it's it's sort of like Mormonism, but like without all the restrictions and just the freedom yeah. to do whatever you want. So you can love whoever you want. You can love six different people of yeah, all yeah, different yeah, yeah, genders, yeah. and everybody's raised together communally, and it is the norm. And that was like the thing that blew my mind. I gotta look it up, but I'll tell you the name. But it, it, I love science fiction in that way, is that it allows everybody to have possibilities that actually make us freer and not uh, make us more restrictive. Yeah. And that's what I don't like about cults. It's restrictive because they want to keep you under control. Yeah. I know, man. I, I, I've just known plenty. I, jealousy will always be in human beings. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jealousy, envy, all that. It's yeah. like to live in a world to try to eliminate, I, I, I think it's virtually impossible. I think the only way is, is like, um, is like the, like two million years from now, we all think alike. We all think alike. We just uh, talk about a shared community. Nobody right. disagrees with anything. It's all for the collective. But now I don't see that happening. In, no, it's not happening future. in our lifetime. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's called the hive mind. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hive yeah. mind where, you know, just everybody thinks like it's for the survival of the species. Yeah. You know, and if you don't fit that mold. I write for this uh, futuristic uh, satirical news website yeah. called Omnarchy, uh-huh. and they have something called the Mind Hive yeah. on there. And so, <clears throat> in the lore, and yeah. and but it's where uh, robots take over and humans are the slaves, and uh, and plants and animals and everything are sentient. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so th- the robots are the ones with the Mind Hive, and they control everybody's mind because everybody has an implant. And yeah, it it. Whether we get there collectively as human beings without technology or whether technology helps us along, I do see that sometime in the future. But it, it has might to come be. at a huge cost because it'll have to come after our environment has been destroyed to the point of like, our own uh, distinction. Are you saying like extinction. the Matrix? Like the Matrix to a certain extent. I mean, yeah. it, it, it just makes sense to me. Technology keeps getting better and better. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, 200 times better after six months. I know, right? You know, yeah. so eventually. Yeah, but we g- aren't as humans getting huh? 200 times better every six we're months. We're degrading. <laughs> I know, Our we are. Our attention spans, yes. yeah. And this pandemic has not helped us. It's not helped us at all. As people and as, a, you know, society. So, but hopefully we're going to have the next 10 years be the, the 1920s all over well, again. You know, you know, fucking... you, you know about Elon Musk Neuralink. I mean, I mean, the next, uh, the next evolution of human beings is half robot half human that's well, eventually yeah, of course, of course. i mean uh, to a certain extent that's what we are now i mean uh, uh-huh. think think about being away from your phone for like an hour mm-hmm. it sucks yeah. well, <laughs> i purposely when i hike i don't uh answer i i'll listen to a podcast or music but i don't answer texts for an hour so i have my so brain no music off. no music no nothing I can do that too. Okay. I do that sometimes too. I have this hike. I go to Lutuna Canyon, and it's a uh, an hour and an hour up the hill, and about forty five minutes oh, down Runyon? the hill. No, it's Lutuna Canyon, oh, Latuna Canyon, which is off the two ten. And there's many trails up there, but there's this one that I maybe see three people on it. Whenever I go, it's great. 
And it is, I just let myself detach and listen to the birds and listen to the stream. And then there used to be a lot more lizards, but it did burn. So yeah, the I, I try to do some mindfulness kind of meditation, like 40 minutes a day. No, that's smart. That's smart. Because you, you do need a break from it all, from yeah. all of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah, and you do. You really do. Yeah. You just need to download. All right, guys. Yeah. We're breezing through this, guys. <laughs> Let's go to the next article. Technology. Speaking of, great segue. <clears throat> <laughs> this, this is brought to you by Engadget. Oh, shit. Woman allegedly made deepfakes to kick rivals off daughter's cheerleading squad. Oh, women are just savages, bro. Certain kind of women. <laughs> certain kind of women. As clear as a potential for deepfake abuse uh, might be, there are still new stranger examples popping up. The Philadelphia Inquirer and Harrisburg Patriot News report that the police arrested Chalfont. Pennsylvania resident Rafaela Spohn for allegedly using deep fakes in a bit to kick off rivals of her daughter's cheerleading squad, know, so the Victory Vipers. According to law enforcement, Spohn sent coaches uh, AI altered photos and videos of the <laughs> teens to portray them drinking, smoking, or naked. Oh my God. Oh my <sighs> God. So dumb. Look, okay. I, you know what? I mean, uh, a mother's got to do what a mother's got to do. Okay, this, <laughs> this kind of bullshit. <laughs> this kind of bullshit makes national news every 20 years because there was a woman back in the early 90s who did the same thing where she uh, tried to put a hit on her daughter's uh, rival's mother for the cheerleading squad because it was like a vote it was some texas when town. was this this was like in the eight, late 80s huh. early 90s so she put a she tried to hire a hitman to kill her daughter's rival's mother so that the girl would be too grief-stricken and her daughter would win and get on the cheerleading squad it is fucking fair what where is this in philadelphia in pennsylvania yeah uh, as a former marching band <laughs> member in the color guard <laughs> Who fucking hated the cheerleaders because they were cunts. Uh oh. Uh oh. I we're about to love battle. when this gets exposed. <laughs> it gets the kind of bullshit that goes on behind the whole status of being a cheerleader. I know. And all right? that other shit. By the way, they were the ones. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was a jock. I mean, uh, not technically a jock. I played football and basketball, right. but I was an athlete, you know? And yes, it's true. Like, you know, I, the cheerleaders was the thing that the guys looked at. By the way, you know who had the most abortions in high school? Fucking cheerleaders. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Yeah. So like, thank like, you for contributing not to overpopulate the earth, guys. With some other douches, <laughs> some more continuing the douche thing. Now, there's plenty of cheerleaders that aren't douches. I'm gonna no, not yeah, say that, of but the, but there are plenty that were assholes, and they're still assholes. I go to my reunion, and they're still fucking stuck up cunts. I know. Could I'm you like, imagine? Whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. But there's a bunch that I'm totally great friends with, and yeah, I love yeah, hanging yeah. out with because yeah. they were like. Why didn't we hang out in high school? I go, because you guys were assholes to I've me. Known, uh, uh, there's a couple of people I still talk to now. Um, what kind of jock were you? Huh? What kind of jock were you? A basketball. You played basketball? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's, did, that's what got me all through the four years. I, I just love playing basketball. That's what did I did. Did you date a cheerleader too? Uh, several cheerleaders, yeah. Uh, but then also like not cheerleaders. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who'd you take to your proms? Who'd I take to my proms? Uh, Did one, you have a junior and senior prom? Yeah, I had a cheerleader. For the first one. 
That's fine. And a drill for uh, a, a drill. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the drill team. Yeah, drill, drill team. Drill team, if you don't know, there's different distinctions. Yeah, could, you, could you explain the difference? Yes, fucking... okay. <laughs> drill, drill team is a lot of marching and pom-pom and dance. Yeah. And then there's baton twirlers, which is the baton, and there's dance and a lot of twirling. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Color guard is the banners and the rifles that are twirling, but we're more kind of the military militaristic kind of we do add dancing and stuff like that but we're the more beefy thicker girls who can fucking really like i i mean i had popeye arms because i twirled the rifle like i just had a big huge forearms from twirling so much and uh i love pulling that skill out like people are always like what the (laughs) fuck you know they don't expect it but like but that's the difference so there you know there's drill team is a lot more dance and yeah i was so ignorant i mean i was just a a, a normal guy you just like Pretty girls, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, she's pretty. Yeah, you you like butts though. You've always liked butts, right? I, you know what? I'm not a butt guy, or I'm not a a breast guy. I'm a evenly proportioned guy. Got it. If you have a uh, big breast, you better have the big ass to right. complement that. Right. But if you have big breasts and that, you know, especially yeah. the fake ones, I'm like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I can't it's do dumb. that. I love the natural beauty of things. Yeah. You know Good. what I mean? Thank you. I do too. Yeah. Like, I've always been attracted to somebody's humor. Yeah. I've dated some homunculus or even hooked up with some homunculus, but they yeah. made me fucking laugh. I don't give a shit because yeah. that to me gets me wet. Yeah. My ex-husband was not a comic and he... <laughs> made me laugh harder than anybody on the world anybody else love me a huge butt carlos thank you (laughs) of course you do you're of course you're you're persuasion specifically shit they love the ass so but like as long as you make me laugh that's all that matters to me and and part of the reason why i think some hot guys really do like me is because i make them laugh and i don't put on any airs and i'm not trying that I don't is have a makeup yeah, face full of makeup yeah. and i'm not trying to be like seen and all that by other the way stuff. that is one of the guy's worst nightmare is 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 to have a a, a woman more funnier than than you because it's like look man look, now for a comic guy it is well, no, well, no I'm, I'm just talking about uh, overall as a guy because if you don't have a sense of humor as a guy, well, you're you, dead to right. women. You are fucking dead. Right. You know, like... Yeah, if you don't know what humor is and can't have your own sense of humor, yeah. having a funny woman next to you is just so intimidating and, plus, and yeah, your yeah, dick's yeah. just yeah. gonna go like that. And men are competitive. You're like, I cannot believe this girl is right. much more... It's, it's like, it's, it's right. a primitive part. I don't know what it is. It's a primitive right. part of the brain. I was like, you know... When I got older, you know, that's when you start realizing self self aware stuff yeah. and you're like, Oh, that's why that boy didn't like me is because he didn't know fucking deal with the fact that I was funny and that I yeah, actually yeah, had yeah. a personality that was out there and that I was able to like, you know, just be myself because yeah. he didn't know how to be himself. Yeah. And so then you don't take shit like that so personally. So aren't you Aren't you a little worried? Uh, going back to this article yeah. about deep fake, you know what deep fakes are. Yeah, it's fine. I, I okay, I am slightly worried about that because I do have because I nothing like, could stop uh, like a right. person like oh look at l- look right. at look at this woman stealing right uh, uh, stealing at an old woman's house and that they put Wendy Wilkins face on it. You I, know I, mean? I am terrified of that because I have the average American middle class white woman look. No, at me. are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I look like every woman. 
again, like I, I have a joke in my act and you've heard this where I, every day somebody walks up to me and goes, I, I think I know you. You look familiar. And I'm like, no, I just look like your dental assistant because I look like everybody's fucking like the person, their secretary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm totally worried about facial recognition because I look like every goddamn junior high science teacher who fucks her students. I don't like you see those articles are all white women. They're all look like Midwestern like me. I don't don't. I don't like any of that. So I, I yeah. think for entertainment, it is good, but not not in real life. Yeah. The deep fake shit is crazy. I, and, and, and the deep fake thing is just, it's, it, it gets better by the week. Yes. Of it course, gets like, better by the fucking week. And, you know, well, it's, nothing's going to, no, no just, news is going to be reality. It's, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Either somebody freaking puts me, puts my face on the guy jerking off. Right. You know, in, in his bedroom alone. Like, that's not me. And then you would have to explain that. Do you have a common Filipino face? Do you get I that I think I have a common Filipino face. Yeah. Okay. So, like, your structure of your face. Much uh, yeah. like my structure of being a white yeah, woman. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Like, you, you People come up to you go, hey, Rob. And you're like, no, I'm not Rob. So, you know, like. Uh, have have you seen that movie Bloodsport with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> yes. A long time ago. <laughs> okay. So, a lot of people think I look like that guy. Oh, in there. Okay. Yeah. It's so been a long if, time. If 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 if, right. if if I get my hair like this, uh-huh. like I kind of look like him. Do you want to see a picture of yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. You want to see do, a picture do. of yeah, him? I okay. Do. So, don't laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Okay. And I'll show you who I look like. <laughs> okay. Who people say I look like? Yeah. <laughs> A, a little oh, bit, kind of. I can see it a little bit. You a guys, maybe you came from the same village. <laughs> Is he Filipino as well? No, he's Chinese, actually. Oh, then, well, but, you know, everybody yeah, yeah, went yeah. everywhere, so who the yeah, fuck yeah. knows, you know? So, well, so, so who do you look like? Uh, growing up, people said I look like Mindy Cohen. Okay, Mindy? Yeah, M-I-N-D-Y. M-I-N-D-Y. C-O-H. C-O-H. E-N. E-N. But not 2020. It's got a, okay, right there. So this one? Yeah, she was uh do that one. Which one? This one? No, next one over. This one? Yeah. So this is she was Natalie on Facts of Life. So every bartender Oh yeah, I do see that. Every, a little bit. Yeah, every bartender gave my ID to goes, <laughs> You look like the fat girl from Facts of Life. So but then I also get Britney Spears. And I do see that. And I have, I guess but that is that's it's just the average white woman look. Mindy's of uh, Jewish heritage and uh, probably Russian Jew, I think, I believe is her heritage. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. Brittany is just white, Protestant white, which is basically what I am. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's so But weird, I'd rather right? look like her than Brittany. <laughs> yeah. I, I, she's amazing. She's incredible. And it, she supposedly is uh, the godmother of all Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's kids. What? Apparently. Yeah, she's like best friends with Angelina Jolie. And apparently she won't verify it, but apparently she is the godmother of those kids. Amazing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I would love to be the godmother of fucking Angelina <laughs> Jolie's kids. Why? What would you do? You would have to. Are you even religious at all? I would just, huh? Are you even religious at all? Because that's what Hell it's supposed no. to be. Hell <laughs> no. It's just being close to freaking Angela. Jo- that's it. Why? Why does? It, why does there need to be like a? Well, because like that's thing. the whole point of being a godparent. No. Is no, to continue. Not. Yeah, that is the original purpose of being a godparent is to continue the. Fuck that! I'm redefining that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be close to Angelina. That's all. Oh. 
Brad's a mess, man. I love him. He's great, but he's a mess. I like him. All right. Well, okay. let's go to the next article, All guys. Right, Entertainment. This is brought to you by Fox News, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey launches YouTube channel. It's a destination where I'm going to share who I am, he says. <laughs> what else is there to know? Matt, yeah, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> is adding another notch to his resume. From a potential political run to hiding at getting in a WWE ring, McConaughey's latest foray in his new YouTube channel. On Tuesday, McConaughey announced via Twitter that he will be joining the video sharing platform and advised users to subscribe, turn on notifications, and giddy up. Quote, McConaughey here, and I want to well hold on. Uh, McConaughey here, and I want to welcome you to my YouTube channel. All right, all right, all right. Unquote. <laughs> the actor fifty one. Uh, hold on. Pre- announcement preface. video. Uh, it's a destination where I'm going to share who I am, who I'm not, what I believe in, what I don't, what I'm doing. Uh, blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> Same approaches to life that I found useful and constructive along the way. He's had so many people tell him for what? years, dude, you gotta you gotta share this with the world. You know, so many people have kissed his ass and said, You gotta share yeah. everything that comes out of your mouth. With I the like world. the guy. I do too. I you, you know, know what? He is who he is and he you don't feel like he's putting on a show. He's just by the way, I've worked the red carpet for the Oscars yeah. some years ago for five years. And he got on the red carpet. And there's a lot of actors on there, a lot of huge actors on there. But the energy off of him was genuine and real. And it wasn't like that for the majority of the actors on that red carpet because they're putting on a show. They're at their job. But he coming on that red carpet, he ran up right up to the fans and he literally was interacting with them. He could give a shit about the about the yeah. press. And he was genuine. He wasn't like putting on that fake face and doing it. He was genuine. And I was like, he earned my respect. So... Yeah, I mean he, he he's earned my respect. Uh, just recently, actually, you know, I mean, uh, I don't want to say I'm a political guy, but you know, I do dabble in, in into politics, and uh, you, you got know, opinions. Yeah, he and and you know, it's it's hard for it's hard for actors to actually say however they're feeling politically because mm-hmm. it's it'll end their Hollywood career. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, since it's he's a Hall of Famer. You yeah. know what I mean? In my opinion. So it, it's not like he cares. But, you know, he, he would just common sense to me. He would, he would he just strikes me as a common sense guy. Well, good. You know? Good. I so, mean, like. I, and it's a normal surfer dude. I mean, I mean, everybody's seen that viral video of him just skateboarding with his pit, pit bull, right? Or, or his, oh, I haven't uh, seen that yet. I oh, dude, it. he's just like skateboarding with his uh, French bulldog, just like going downhill. And I'm like. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's some Matthew McConaughey shit. Well, I, I've i always liked the fact that he didn't want his kids to grow up into the bullshit of Hollywood and buy into all of, like, a lot of Hollywood kids do, and then it ends up ruining them. But, like, he had them all live in this kind of, I mean, it was an upscale trailer, but he lived on the trailer on the beach in Malibu. And there's there's the, the fanciest fucking trailer park you'll ever see is in Malibu. But a lot of people live there, and it's just, it gives you... It gives you a lot of more time that you have to be with your family, close knit, and then you get to be close to nature. And that's, I think, was way more important for him than living in a big house and all yeah, that other stuff. Man. So I have a lot of respect for him in that way is that he didn't buy into the and bullshit. Plus, I, I can't even think of a recent. I can't think of any scandals that he's been in. I, I, yeah. 
you know. His mom, though. His mom's a piece of work. Have you read about her? No. So he hadn't talked to his mom for a couple of years because she would. She's like this kind of wily Texas woman who uh-huh. yeah, like smokes and drinks and everything. And she would sell stories to the tabloids. And he caught her a couple of times. What? And he would call her and go, Mom, did you do this? She'd go, yeah, do this you know, <laughs> for money and stuff like that. And he goes, if you needed money, you should have just told me. And she's like, I don't you know, whatever. And they, they're calling me and asking me, like, just that kind of naivete. And so he had to stop uh, engaging with her because she would just then turn around. Just, and not in a, not in a, in a like I need to bury my son kind of way, not in a, like a mean way or some kind of yeah. like aggressive way, but it was more because she was just kind of like a rube. She didn't really kind of get the whole system of why mm, people yeah. do this. So she's just going along being a nice, you know, a kind of a dating kind of lady, you know, kind of thing and not really understanding the replication. Yeah. So that- he's like, I gotta, I gotta detach, but I completely understand that. Cause yeah, some I mean, family I mean members. he's a brand. Yeah. He's a brand. You got to protect the brand. Right. And he you knows know? who he is and he wants to stay as genuine as he can. Exactly. And he's been able to do it better yeah. than most other so, people. So if you're listening to this live stream, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> I will hit that notification bell <laughs> and I will subscribe. Wendy, are you going to do the same? I would too. Absolutely. <laughs> I loved him when he played Wooderson and Days oh, and Oh, favorite Confused. Matthew McConaughey film. It's Days and Confused, of course. Oh, Days, Days and Confused. Confused. Wooderson. Oh my God. I-, I loved him in Days and Confused, but I don't know, man. I, I I know. I just. He's got a few other ones that like he impresses me. You go, oh yeah, he's a good actor. You know, beyond his. I loved him you know, in Interstellar. Hey, I thought oh, he Interstellar was, was really good. And it's that, a mind fuck. I hate funny. any Christopher. Uh, it's Christopher Nolan yeah. film, right? Yeah. Any Christopher Nolan film is a fucking mind. Like, have you seen his last one, uh, Tenet? No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm it's going to. It's a mind fuck. That's what I. That's it's what almost I heard. like you have to watch it once and then. I, I swear to God, this, this is, this is Wendy Wilkins it. after Tenet. What the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to rewatch it again. And yeah. every time you rewatch it, you get like little... Well, that's how I feel about Interstellar. I watch it continuously. Yeah. There's some movies you watch once, you never have to watch again. But I will... Certain films, especially science fiction, because I really love science fiction, if I, I, if I watch it and I have a thousand questions, I will watch it watch over it and over yeah, and yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. I can't... <laughs> Speaking of our time, I came home. Uh, my ex-husband came home once, and he goes, "You're watching Contagion again." It was like the hundredth time, and this is way before Whoa. anything happened. I go, "Yeah," because I'm learning. I'm learning all this, yeah. everything about it. And they're like, "It's it's those things." Once a movie starts having me ask questions about myself in the world, then I I have to keep watching it. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I watched Contagion a long time ago, but I rewatched it during the first lockdown. I'm like, this is. F- Fucking. That was the number one film that everybody was watching. Yeah, at first like six months, and then I heard Lawrence lockdown. Fishburne say social density. I'm like, what the fuck? I know. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my god. The next, the next, I watch Arrival as much as I can. Have you oh, seen? Oh yeah. You saw that movie? Yeah, of course I did. I'm like, that's the next fucking thing. After this pandemic, we're gonna get visit- visited by you other know what? beings. I mean, who's to say? I mean, you know, uh, I love philosophy and stuff like that. I, 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 I mean, look, these are the books. I read uh-huh. Carl Sagan, uh-huh. Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. things that question up there to the very mo- uh, quantum mm-hmm. mechanics. Yeah. And who's to say there's not a simulation? Who's to say, know. you know, I mean, you've just got to live life. I mean, right, right now, me and you could be a simulation of a guy that's right. just eating Cheetos right now. I know. You know? <laughs> I used to have this theory that um, there are people who in another altered reality that are playing a board game. Yeah. And we are the 
people on that board game. And so each individual within the game. So there's yeah. a mo- there's a endless numbers of and board games being played and they're rolling a dice and this is how it's going. You they're, know? Yeah, they're, they're basically playing chess and we're pawns. Me and you yeah. are pawns. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do I got to do? What dick am I going to suck next? Huh? Max, Roll that dice. They suck you in the spell. The movies are spells that they... Uh, that they have cast members casting spells. Hmm. A little too overuse of the word spells in there, so we got a little (laughs) lost in that, but (laughs) I think we know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, movies are a precursor to what happens in the uh, future, right? I mean, it happens over... I mean, just take a look at Star Trek. Every Mm -hmm. technology piece that's come from Star Trek, it exists now. Yeah, exactly. You know, so... I Hey. You know, what's your favorite movie, by the way? Absolute favorite movie is... Top three. Top three. Uh, the number one is um, Once Upon a Time in America, which is Sergio Leone's um, third film in his uh, trilogy of yeah, yeah, yeah. Once Upon a Time in the West. Uh, um, the, the, I don't d- think d- I've d- never d- watched that. Anyways, he's an Italian director, and um, it was, it is a four and a half hour film that uh, didn't get released in full Jesus, until four and a half hours. The early 2000s in America, but it was made in 19... It started in 1981, and then it came out in 1982 or three. Yeah. I saw it on HBO for the first time. Luckily, my dad worked for the cable company, so we had every cable channel. Yeah, so. lucky girl. And I was homesick from school, and I started watching it because it had kids in it. So what it is, it's the Jewish immigrants uh, story coming to America at the turn of the century. And so it's a gang of kids, because they're just running wild, a gang of kids who then form this gang, who then run uh, you know, run New York City yeah. as part of this mob. And Robert De Niro's in it. And What's it called James again? Woods, Once Upon a Time in America. It is incredible. Yes. It's an incredible film. It is devastating. And it it I have to watch it at least once or twice a year because I still don't you know understand what? For you, all Wendy, the layers of it. I'm gonna watch it this you week. You should. It yeah. is it's once upon a time in America. In America. Okay. Yeah. And it's in the 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 soundtrack alone will just get stuck in your head. Oh, it's really? like this pan food. It's like it's <laughs> amazing. But it and Elizabeth Montgomery's in it. There's a lot oh, of people wow. in it. And it is Tuesday Wells. It is amazing. And it will it's especially being somebody who is not white coming to America, that I think will resonate with you too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. so it's the struggle of being an immigrant in America and, yeah. and trying to build yourself and be important within a society that looks down upon you. So it, it's it's really fun. You're like, there's drugs, there's prostitution, there's uh, a lot definitely, of fucking. Definitely, definitely, yeah, like, definitely going to love that. There's guns, there's people shooting each other. There's so many people in this film, you're going to be like, oh my God, that person's in it, that person's in it. Um, okay, another another top film yes. is, uh, there's this film, it was the very first film that Sundance Institute, like, uh put money behind back when it first formed it was in the early in the mid 80s it was called promised land now there's uh. other films called promised land but this was the first one called promised land and it starred jason gedrick tracy pollen who married michael j fox meg ryan <coughs> and Kiefer oh, wow. sutherland Kiefer sutherland and it is a story of the small town uh friends who um it's uh what's it called again promised land promised land oh yes and it is Based on a true story, uh, the director was Michael Hoffman, and he uh, made he made the story based on the true story. And so, the it's the life of these people who are friends in high school, and then 
it cuts to like six a year later and then where their lives is now and um it's dev it's like the devastating american dream where you start off with so much hope and then once you get into real life it just sort of yeah like shit happens and it's and I won't ruin the end, but it, there's a travesty that happens at the oh. end. And sort of, it brings, it just qu it makes you question like what's really important in life. And it, it, it tears me up. And it's my Christmas movie. It's the one like, is when it? you say, everyone goes, I watch Die Hard at Christmas. And all, I'm like, I watch Promised Land because it's so fucking, I love movies that depress the fuck out of me that don't have happy endings. I love yeah. that. Once my time does that have a happy ending, yeah. has a very ambiguous ending. This does too. And then I yeah. can't, I can't even compare to your first two. Mine's is yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. I love hey, that movie. Hey, I love that movie. That. Oh, you do? I okay, love good. That movie. Good. I, for some reason, I know he doesn't have a British accent. I get it. He's but, tried and then it went uh, away. No, Alan Rickman in that film is uh, insane. Amazing. amazing. I'll dig your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> Cancel Christmas. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, best. <laughs> so fucking best. Yeah, it's like one. That, those are my guilty. If 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 I'm ever yeah. channel surfing, which I never do nowadays, right. and that's playing, I will spend some time to fucking yeah, watch yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? My third one, though, you're gonna love this one: Sex Lies and Videotape. I don't have that. I haven't. Oh my god! By who? That's Steven Soderbergh. It's his very first film. It made me. I saw that and I go, I can be a filmmaker too. Like it, it taught me so much, yeah, yeah, not yeah, only yeah. about storytelling, but that it gave me the, the nugget to go, no, you can go make films too. If like, it's Ooh. incredible. It's incredible. It is a study in relationships and how fucked up it is to like, have to deal with life in a way like a husband and wife relationship, yeah, yeah, a sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. sister relationship, a lover to lover relationship, like just relationships in general, how devastatingly cruel they can be. And then how freeing they can be when you can let yourself go of all your bullshit. Wow. Do you have another one? Huh? Do you have a third one? Uh, naked gun. Mm -hmm. uh <laughs> Why not? Everybody, like, I was just talking about that at work today. It's like, it's like, look, man. Uh, there's some comedy films right. that just just sticks to my heart, and right. Leslie Nielsen and that that deadpan face that he had. Right, it kills me every fucking time. Well, my mom's name was Shirley, so that was oh, like really? our favorite line. <laughs> nice beaver. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's perfect. As a kid, that was the best. We yes. Had, I we, loved every kind of those movies. Like, I, I mean, you them. can't make those movies and, and because uh, so people, a lot of people will be offended by it, I guess. Yeah. Like Airplane, uh, Robin Hood. Well, they're Benetite. not politically correct anymore, but now we can still look at them and laugh because they were made at a very different time. And yeah. That's good. It's all yeah. good, man. They're so good. They're so Caddyshack, all so that. So fucking good. You know? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm a huge Ferris Bueller fan, too. Uh, Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> but I also love Alan Rock, like, to my core. Yeah. And I got to meet him and tell him. And nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was you know nice. who I got to meet recently? Who? Uh, last Halloween, the last celebrity I've met was, do you remember the Harflick Candyman? Mm-hmm. Uh, the black dude. Oh, Who played good. Candyman. Good. 
good good that's uh, it's awesome it's, yeah especially if they're cool like being in los angeles if people are listening and they don't live in los angeles yeah you can see a celebrity anywhere going anywhere. to going yeah, to ralph's yeah, yeah, pumping yeah, gas yeah, yeah, yeah. getting take out a chipotle who we we run into them all the time it's not that big of a deal unless yeah. it's somebody who's touched us in a way like from our childhood or whatever that we have such an affinity for and then yeah. we fucking lose our shit it doesn't happen often but when it does Ooh, oh my god that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid <laughs> and i remember and he I, couldn't have been the nicest guy exactly. right he was the he nicest. and i yeah. did the most yeah. fan stricken uh, like i did the most stupidest right. like hey hey you're that dude he's like <laughs> i'm at the booth <laughs> okay all right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're you're that dude. <laughs> Such I an I, idiot. When I met Alan Rock, I was working on a TV show, and he had come in to audition for it, and yeah. then. Uh, and I like freaked out. I ran into this other guy's office. I was like, and he's and hyperventilating. And the guy's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "It's Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off." Like I just was like freaking yeah, out. So yeah, then yeah. I got myself together. And as he was leaving, I kind of ran up to him. And I was like, "I just have to tell you." You you playing Cameron meant so much to me. Literally, Cameron was my boyfriend because I had nobody like in my mind. Cameron was my boyfriend because I love Cameron so yeah. much. And I go, you were actually my wedding vows because I said I told my ex husband in my wedding vows. I go, you're my ducky, you're my Cameron, you're my oh. Lloyd Dobler. Oh. You know, so like like all those people that I wanted to be like girlfriends with in the you know the characters. Then and so and he was so he he was like thank you, but you could tell he was a little freaked. Yeah, and then yeah, I met yeah. his wife a week later because she came in to audition and I said to her oh I felt so bad I felt like I freaked him out she goes no he came home and he was like <laughs> someone fangirl me she goes he was so happy and I was like oh good oh good and then we gushed over how Thank awesome God. he was yeah because so. it could have been a shit show and she's huge She, yeah. her name is Mariel uh, 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 I always say her name right she's you saw World War Z, right? Of course. She's the wife. I'm a big zombie. Oh, she's the yeah, wife. Yeah, she's married to him. I'm a big zombie yeah. guy. I I, I yeah. love I love zombie films. So. I I like some. I don't like them all. I love them all. I like Fear the Walking Dead, but not Walking Dead. Like no, it's funny. I, I, you know? I get into B movies. Oh, B movies. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Th this this title, Attack of the Little Hosen Zombies. That's oh, the last one. <laughs> Little <Yes>. Hosen. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, yes, I'm going to watch. Two stars? Fuck yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Have you seen that Leprechaun movie? That it, says, it takes back on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yeah, that one. We, my friends and I we celebrated St. Patrick's Day by having corned beef, and then we watched that. I mean, I'm like, what am I watching? Uh, this is insane. I appreciate those movies because it's hard to make a movie. It's hard to right. get anything started over here. Right. And if somebody's going to make a B movie, I want right. to be a part of it. I know. It's you know? ridiculously because good. Fun. They're doing, they're they're walking the uh, walking the walk and talking right. the talk. Right. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> All right, final stretch, guys. Final stretch. This is brought to you. This is sports, by the way. Uh -huh. This is uh, brought to you by Yahoo. Russian hockey player Timur. Could you pronounce that? Fiatsu. Uh, Some Russian dude. <laughs> dies at 19 after being head uh, uh, after being hit in the head by a puck. Mm -hmm. Russian junior hockey player Timur, whatever she said, has died <laughs> after being in the head uh, by a puck during a game. He was 19. According to the Associated Press, the hit happened on Friday when the dude, a defenseman for Dynamo's uh, St. Petersburg's junior team, was on the ice during the playoff. Oh my God, is there a video of this? Against game against Laco something. An opposing player's 
struck the puck and the guy strayed into its path he immediately began clutching his head oh my gosh should we watch this let's yeah. let's let's Ugh. yeah let's watch this oh. oh he got hit in the temple that's Dude. what happened and he probably just yeah gave him a blood clot and it just fucking zeroed him out oh i feel so sorry he died that's, that's uh, that sucks, man. I, 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 you said, uh, I don't know. Well, when I was in color guard and I twirled the rifle, which is a piece of wood shaped like a rifle, it doesn't have any of the hardware on it other than one little piece of plastic at the top. Oh, Andy Sutherland said hello, by the way. Oh, hey, Andy. Good old baby. Andy Sutherland. I miss playing with you at Petey's place, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's got some weight on it, especially when it's fucking twirling around i when i was auditioning um when i was in 11th grade yeah i did something called a horizontal toss which is flat to the ground so then you twirl it up and it goes like a helicopter thing and it came down and i had a bad spin on it and i broke my nose and so it whipped and broke my nose now this rifle had given me a concussion has ripped part of my eye part of my lip jam both my pinky fingers if you can see them are Jesus, or, or, you know that from multiple sprains and stuff like that. Like, there's hazardous things to this, and there are some uh, bands that have sabers, which are knives. Yeah, you know, and girls Fuck. get impaled in their head. So it is the danger. There is danger in every fucking sport you play. Every yeah. one of them. But have like, you ever been knocked out? Uh, not knocked out. Not not not, not knocked out. I've no. had my. I've seen birds and I've seen, I've had my bell rung. Have you ever played that game when you were in high school or just when you were young, uh, when you were just hanging with friends and then uh, your friend would make you faint? No, I mean, my brother would do uh, that kind of shit. And because dangerous. he did, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I so. did that a couple times and I just remember. You like, get really, you, you, you huff yourself. You huff right? and somebody presses this. Yeah, and then, so your diaphragm gets restricted and then that makes yeah. you pass out. And right? then you, fit, and then you, I just remember waking up going, what the fuck? just happened yeah 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 no yeah i, I was, was so uh, stupid i was i was inhaling nos too in the back of classrooms you know <laughs> don't judge <laughs> i did stupid things hey yo chris what you doing okay <laughs> Ooh, what's the teacher talking about <laughs> well i did more more general stupid things which is getting cars with strange boys and that kind of dumb yeah, stuff. yeah 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 as yeah. a woman and a girl you did can't you do, do anything life-threatening uh, yes. What was the most I, life-threatening thing I you've done? I would do, this is what I would do. I had a car when I was 16. My mom bought me a $500, uh, a blue 1976 Maverick. Nice. I know, yeah. <laughs> and I would give people rides on the hood. So I would have them like hold on oh, and I would crazy. drive around the that's thing. That's crazy white or, people shit. It is crazy. <laughs> or, I'd, or I'd be on there. So that was about the most dumb ass life threatening thing. And then I just want to smoke and uh, meet some ganja. Oh yeah, okay, go right ahead. Yeah, okay. wherever you are, <laughs> smoke them and be gone. Em. <laughs> so um, that's about it, as life threatening as I would get. But still, it still was like I had a brother, a little brother who was a bigger, way bigger fuck up and not very smart. So he constantly got he constantly got caught. So I anything I did was just. It was nothing compared to what he did. So, like, I wouldn't even have to try to... I could get away with a lot more than he did, but I also didn't push the envelope like yeah. he did. So I wasn't... I just was too scared. I, I, I just... 
I knew what I wanted to do at a very young age, so I didn't want to fuck it up. I'm like, I got to get out of this town. So like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, like even my mom, my mom once caught me having sex on the living room floor. Bah! You got caught? When I was 19. It was in the middle of the day. It was my own dumbass reason. And she, this is what she said to me. She goes, be careful. He's not a very bright boy. And while you were having sex? Afterwards. Oh. You know. <laughs> about to say and she was just like don't get knocked up like i did and got stuck here like i had to stick here yeah, because of yeah. you so don't fucking do the same shit i did you could know? you have imagined if she said that while she walked in there well i mean we heard her come in so he was able to jump oh, to the really? couch. yeah but yeah i mean it was my own dumb ass fault but like it was well everybody in, gets caught yeah yeah yeah. you know so. i got you know i mean i got caught by my brother oh you got off. caught Oh, I've been jerk. jerking off, you know what I mean? And uh, that was like one of those, like, oh, my God. What happened? What happened? Tell me. Uh, you know, it was a freaking middle school kid. Uh, right. Free, like, my third or fourth day uh, after realizing that my brother had porn. Oh, God. And, and, and so, so I was like, ooh, what's this tape? Uh -huh. You know? And then, you know doing the thing and then my brother walked in the well, walked in like like a straight beat did you guys share a bedroom is that why you no no in? no uh this was in the living room oh yeah <laughs> I, I didn't think nobody's gonna be home and he walked in and he was like the moment he started like, oh and he went like this and he walked he was like oh my brother's doing the thing <laughs> was your brother older yeah he's oh, the older yeah. brother so he knew exactly yeah what yeah happened. he's like my brother's doing the thing <laughs> like no <laughs> Ah, no! I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but also, uh, one of the most terrifying, deaf, deafifying things I've done. Oh yeah, what have you done? Okay, so I've done some really stupid shit. Uh, I remember when I was in like middle school, I would. Do you know parkour? Yes. Okay, so I remember there was a building in Glendale. It was five stories up, and on the roof to roof, it would, from one building to another building, it would probably be the width of this this thing. It, it yeah. was very narrow, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. would I would jump across that five stories up. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I but you stupid. had no fear because you were like, what? No, it was fear. Well, I was like, come on, let's do it. Oh, okay. Okay, you know? but you can push through it. Yeah. So I I remember I spring break uh, my senior year, we decided to do it. I <clears throat> had never done spring break. We went down to, you go down to Daytona Beach. You can't go to Fort Lauderdale anymore. They kind of outlawed it, yeah. which used to be the original. But I did, uh, I did um, a bungee jump off a crane. And I used to have a natural fear of heights that let me go to to an edge of a building and be fine because I knew I shouldn't jump off. But I pushed through that to jump off that crane, and now I can't go near a building. I have with a an natural edge because fear. I yeah. will jump. I will want yeah. to jump off because I've already gone. I pushed through that fear, so I have to white knuckle shit. And like, if I'm tethered, like if I'm at a Ferris wheel and I'm tethered, there's like a seatbelt or a bar. I am fine. Yeah. But if it's a bucket one, like the ones in Santa Monica, it's like a round bucket yeah. thing, and you're there, I have to white knuckle it because my body instincts want to jump. Yeah. And so I. I hate that I got that through. I wish I had never done that bungee jump. So do you still have a natural fear of heights? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I You, you know, I, that, that totally, I, completely. It, it, what I do have a natural fear of heights, but what overcomes it is the fact that I can push through that fear to jump. Yeah. So now I still get I can't vertigo. The, like oh. if I'm standing even like, I've, I've always had a fear of heights. Uh -huh. If I'm standing even one story up. Yeah. And if I'm looking down, I, I'll start to right. get slight vertigo. Oh, shit. You know, like I'm really I, I think I wrote a joke like uh, 
if I was Spider Man, I would I would be the most pathetic Spider Man, <laughs> just like stuck on a wall, on on on, on the first floor, just like, hey, I'm stuck on the wall, guys. <laughs> I can't go any higher. I can see from here. <laughs> Stop doing that. That's it's the not most good. pathetic Stop spider. Those yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Stop. Stop. Oh. I can't go after two floors. Oh. Well, I feel bad for this guy getting hit at 19. I mean, it's just like I there are you know, with I everything. could walk down a stairway, Max. Yes, yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I it just is sad that anybody who is trying to follow their passion ends up getting cut down. It's just it's the same with uh what's his name? The the fucking actor whose car ran over him. Um that um that um oh god, he was he was uh Chekhov in the Star Trek movies, the new one, Chris Pine. Uh what's his name? What's his uh, name? I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah and he, he got run over because it was a bad uh, breaking clutch thing in his uh, ch- in his Jeep tr- yeah. Yeah, in Cherokee, I think it was, and it was a known problem. And he stopped on an incline to get his mail, and it just like ran over him. And he, and so he, yeah, it's just it's it breaks your heart. All he's doing yeah. is just living his life. All this guy was doing is just living his living life, his and life, it took man. him took him out. Like I have a friend whose sister was got in her car to go d- to her job, and a tree branch broke off and killed her that's fucking crazy all she did was go to work so it's just like it's those things that make you like really value yeah that you day. made it through p- jumping those fucking parkour <laughs> fucking idiot you know me. that you got through it and now you yeah. don't do that shit i don't do that alive. shit anymore yeah. yeah yeah okay so if you if you're gonna die because you're all, all of a sudden like a, a freak accident mm-hmm. what would you like to be doing having sex Oh, that's what. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the only way I want to go. I want to go when oh, I'm 87, and I want to go when I'm two guys are double. And then I bet me. you you still want the guy to live because you want the guy to be damaged for sure. <laughs> I want him to tell the story. I want to be. I want that story. To, I want to live on in that story forever and ever. I was and ever. having sex with her, and my vase fell from right, the top. Yeah. Or she just broke. She dried, died with a smile on her face. How about you? What? How do you want to go? How How do I want to go? Shoot, um, I don't know. I think the way my the same my dad went. How'd your dad go? Taking a shit. Was he? <laughs> yeah. He just pushed too hard, and then his heart uh, he, gave he out. He had a heart attack while taking a shit. Actually, uh, it's funny because it, the 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 last words he said to my mom was like, "Make sure you wipe my ass." <laughs> oh, because <laughs> he was department. at that time he was older and he yeah, couldn't really do that yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. wow! That actually, if he if that was something he'd love to do, you then... know what I'm saying? When I like a man, my pops, dog. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> the glory and everything, man. <laughs> okay, let's get to my favorite story. Okay, let's get to let's get to my favorite story. This is. Just weird. This is brought to you by mirror.co.com. Woman baffled after neighbor makes noise complaint as she recovers from surgery. One woman was left mortified after receiving an awkward note from her uh, letting agents asking her uh, make some changes following a complaint from her neighbors just weeks after she had back surgery. <laughs> oh, God, dude. We've all spent... Uh, a lot more time. Would you like to read this? Go ahead. Yeah, we've all spent a lot more time at home over the past year, and it's not always been great for relationships with our neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's easy to forget that they can sometimes overhear what is going on inside your 100. home or flat. 
One woman was left baffled after receiving a note from her letting agent asking her to move her headboard away from the wall. Her mom shared the full note on Twitter when she joked, my daughter got a complaint letter from her letting agent. She said she might frame it. But she explained that the note was rubbish, adding, to be honest, there is no accuracy about the letter whatsoever. My daughter had back surgery two weeks ago and doesn't have a headboard. Oh, this is the letter. Oh, go ahead and read the letter. March 10th, 2021. (laughs) This is a rather delicate matter, but I have been asked to approach you as you are disturbing your neighbors with what sounds like noises of a sexual nature, which they can hear quite clearly day after day. In the morning and in the evening. Also, what sounds like a headboard banging against the wall. They would would all be most grateful if you could put something between the headboard and the wall and also make less noise as they find it extremely embarrassing. <laughs> as you can imagine, this note is not a letter. I relish sending you, but feel you maybe are not remotely aware that you can be heard. Should you wish to contact me, please don't hesitate. <laughs> I wish he had just said, please don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Well... Are you one of these neighbors? (laughs) As I have said, I do have sex frequently and I do live in a studio apartment. And uh, do you have a headboard? I do have a headboard, but I have a very good. That's the one thing I bought during our marriage that it's a very good. It doesn't rattle. It doesn't rattle. rattle? It's all about those rattling headboards, man. Those are cheap. Those are cheap. So mine is very sturdy and stuff like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, I, I. I will say this. I, my my activities don't go on for hours upon hours. And they're, you know, they're pretty steady. So they're here and there. Sometimes they're in the afternoon. Sometimes they're in the evening. But they don't go on for hours upon hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, in my building, I can hear every, when everybody else has sex. Uh, I'm in a building that was built in the 30s. And so wow. it's only uh, 16 units. But each four unit has, in their bathrooms, they all connect. So two and two. And they have this little vestibule that goes for air. So um, it goes from the the bottom floor to the top. That goes and it's open to the, the you know to the sky to yeah, ca- yeah, have yeah, air yeah. be able to flow. <clears throat> so you can hear anybody if their bathroom door is not closed. That sound wafts right, and your bathroom door is not closed. That sound wafts right in. Last Memorial Weekend. <sighs> I was the only one out of my four that was not having sex. And I sat in my bathroom and listened to everybody fuck. And it was actually great. And so I just heard my neighbor the other night, the other day, she went on for about an hour. And I was just like, "Hmm." I was trying to write. And I was like, I'm going to have to masturbate. This is like getting to me too much. I'm sure they hear me, but nobody complains. I hear the next building over is pretty close every once in a while. I hear that. I just find it funny. You know, I just, I just, I'm like, it's a natural part. but you get to hear whatever's going on in a bathroom too. So uh, you- yeah, nobody has too many stressful poops. Nobody's yeah, like okay. yelling about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> 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 I did have a neighbor once. I would hear him every time he took a shit. It was just like he was like it was like a fucking alien coming yeah, out of his yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Do you do like I mean, you share a wall, right, where yeah. your bedroom is? So yeah. do you ever hear your neighbor? Uh, sometimes, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, there's a, a sometimes we'll 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 hear some neighbors, uh, you know, yeah. pounding, and you know, especially. Uh, I remember one neighbor uh-huh. of us. Uh, kind of loud <laughs> that person loud or the partner loud or both both okay yeah and it Which, went on for a long time right long time yeah, yeah. guy kind of got me jealous like i could oh, damn man i should be going longer 
<laughs> I know. You're like, Jesus, how long can they keep a jam? Like, what they- the fuck? There's already season two on Netflix. <laughs> Are they poor? Do they, is this, they're just off the clock, but they're having fun. Oh my god! You know, do you watch a porn? And you're like, how the fuck did that guy go that long? And yeah. I know that they do stop and start again, but like sometimes it's a continuous shot, and you're like, I've been with men; they can't pound that hard without coming very quickly. I mean, you it's know? all it's all it's all the show. I you know, know yeah. and, uh, there's there's um I remember talking to a porn actress one time and uh the North Hollywood 24 hour fitness that I work at mm-hmm. uh, any given day there's like 18 porn actresses mm-hmm. there right um and also Sylvia Sage uh, did this podcast before too mm-hmm. you know, she's she's a porn star and it's it's all show mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and the guys are expected to perform all the time. They must Expe- have some technique to keep them from not coming, you know, or they come and they uh, can they get do. a boner and then. It, and they could have a boner for like two hours because, you know. Because I know the second time you fuck, it, it, the boner can stay longer because you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yes. I bet they just, you know, have the fluffer and then they go in. Yeah. yeah. My dogs don't like porn people. Hey! Hey, buddy. Shh. They're so cute. I know, right? <laughs> he, is, he, he is a cute guy. Oh. <laughs> But Gizmo, it's okay. Yeah, man, that's just I don't know, I don't know. I mean, uh, for for the most part, as far as a neighbor, I think I'm an excellent neighbor. I yeah, I, I, I we stayed our. I mean, we're we're very social as yeah. as neighbors, but it, you know, we'll never go into other people's business. You said right. that you go into other people's business sometimes, or you you would in in, in my neighbor's yeah. business only if somebody is being hurt. Yes, I, yes, I, yes. Um, I was frequently at my other apartment where I was for 18 years in this apartment. I was the go-to person um, to always call because we lived on a corner that had multiple yeah, like accidents. But I was always the person that called 911 first. I was always the one that was kind of, I wasn't snooping. I wasn't ever looking for it, but it's sort of like always presented itself to me. So then I... I'm just an old Girl Scout. I, you know, color yeah, 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 yeah. I just have always been like the one you're, who, who. You're you're a people person. I am. Yeah. Like once in my yeah. old apartment, uh, we had a front door and a back door, and we were in a corner, so the back door we could see the. Put them in a cage and get a rope. <laughs> Jeez, a max. We saw the back parking, so the parking lot for the building across the street, and the dumpster was there. And I remember going in the kitchen and just glancing, and the dumpster was on fire. Jesus. And Christ. so I said to my ex-husband, I go. Oh my God, that dumpster's on fire. I'm calling 911 and uh, will you go down and check it out? So he goes down and checks it out and he goes, he calls up and he goes, there's a person in there. So somebody was either getting high in that dumpster and then set themselves on fire or somebody was dumped in there and got set on fire. Either way, the fire department came immediately and she- There was nobody there. No, no, no. She had burns on her body, but they weren't as severe and the the (sighs) fireman is yelling at her, this woman just saved your life. Like, and it all because like I, most people would be like, I don't know what's going on. It's not my apartment, you know, but I was just like, no fucking, you know, got shit. There's a person's life involved. So I'm like that in, in my neighborhood. I'm not going to call you nilly willy if you're you're not bugging people, but if you're being an asshole and something's wrong, like there's this homeless lady at my corner who throws shit at me whenever I walk by her. She calls me white fucking bitch, you know, and, cunt and all this other stuff builds it, character yeah it, <laughs> until i wore my black lives matter mask and then yeah, she's yeah. like she doesn't bother me anymore yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but she's mentally ill so i don't give i don't pay her any money yeah. it's fine yeah it's, it's just so funny i think somebody asked me a question if you saw a baby drowning yes the, of course i would jump in, right in, in the again. lake like would you save it i'm like yes yes i would save yeah. it but it also depends like what kind of shoes am i wearing 
Oh know. shit! You take them off, buddy. <laughs> Who cares? Who get, you're got, if you get in the paper, you're gonna get a brand look, new look, pair look. of those shoes. If I got the new Jordans, right, and I knew gonna I was get... gonna, and I knew I was gonna save that baby's life, one second's not gonna hurt. You know what I mean? Just no, take it but off. By real the quick. way, if you did ruin them <laughs> in the paper, and you're gonna say. I even ruined my new Jordans. You're going to get 10 pair of new Jordans yes. because you saved that fucking baby. So fucking who gives a shit? Save the fucking baby. I've got so much character. <laughs> you do, I'm man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last segment. Okay. All right. Should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. For this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers, this is brought to you by oh. YouTube. Okay. I don't know if you know about this. I don't know if you know anything about North Korea, but we're going to watch it. Sister of Kim Jong-un warns U.S. against military drills in North Korea. North Korea is warning the U.S. about military drills as Biden administration officials make their first visit to that region. The news coming after the White House asked the Justice Department to dial back rhetoric, calling the nation a criminal syndicate. NBC News national security correspondent Ken Delanian no, joins us now. <laughs> Ken, uh, a pretty yes. blunt warning <laughs> from the sister the of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. How seriously is that being taken? It's hard to say, Aaron. Kim Yo-jong often plays the role of rhetorical pit bull for the North Korean regime. Rhetorical and she issued a statement yesterday warning the Biden administration like a North Korean that if the U.S. wants to sleep in peace for the coming four years, <laughs> it had better refrain from causing a stink at its first step. I don't know about that translation, Aaron, but this comes as my colleague Carol Lee and I are out with new reporting show, uh, that the Biden administration has decided to try to lower the temperature in the U.S. approach to North Korea, so much so that... White House officials were annoyed last month when career Justice Department officials announced an indictment of three North Korean hackers and used really tough language, as you said, calling North Korea the world's leading bank robber and a criminal syndicate with a flag. There were some uh, perturbed uh, White House officials on the phone saying, look, you're going to provoke North Korea. This is not the approach we want to take. And that really shows. By the way, I love his suit. Uh, That that, uh, rocking, rocking that purple. Yeah. While talk about authoritarian regimes is just, <laughs> it's just the way to go. Feels like they don't have any good options. It, it and is the best bedroom. thing to do with North Korea yeah. is to keep, keep that country out of the news. Of course, Aaron. he could look good. He's yeah. got a closet well, right Ken there. And the Secretary of Defense, Secretary of State are both in Asia right now. They're talking about North Korea and denuclearization. Uh, talk to us about the timing of, of this warning, and, and uh, guy, it can't be a coincidence. That guy's handsome. Yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy in the left. No, I mean, of course I'm, I'm totally not. straight, look, but yeah, it comes I, after I uh, you know a Trump administration that tried to engage Game in a very high-profile <laughs> way with North Korea, <laughs> and North Korea did uh, give them a stop. They stopped testing ballistic missiles, but in the meantime, uh, intelligence it officials tell so us they continue to, to build like nuclear weapons. So the nuclear threat or just the amount North of, Korea is as great as it's ever been, and the Biden administration knows there is no good policy answer to this, short of going to war, which no one wants to do. And so what they've decided to do is to try to lower the temperature to try to not provoke North Korea, to not play the game of tit for tat. They certainly, there certainly won't He's be any summits as there were during the Trump administration Dude, yeah, under man. this approach. Um, but there His will be this kind too. of rhetoric from the sister plus, uh, of, of the leader. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, we were talking about North Korea and, and, and uh, what, what's in my mind. Look at how minimalist his living room is. It's so great. <laughs> it's been pretty common over the years. Oh, year, I bet it got all stripped. Right, like, yeah, Ken, thanks. Like, he's like, I got re- a <laughs> reporting from the living room. His hey, wife's NBC like, we're getting rid of all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want anybody thinking I got a bed. Well, I don't know if you know. You know, uh, I have 
every other documentary that I watch, mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with North Korea. Oh, yeah. I am yeah. completely fascinated. At anytime there's a documentary about like, oh, you know, uh, North Korea, let me go here as a journalist. And here's my B, uh, right. my B footage. I always love watching that because yeah. I'm like, it's such, it's such a stark difference. It's so it's like, incredible that it can still be that way in yeah. these modern times, yeah. you know. Um, and I, for the majority of the people there, it is miserable. And I don't, I, I know there the hazards of having an open society about things, and a lot of people like if they open the doors, half those people would probably die because they would go crazy. And it's with crazy stuff, too because you, you can't leave the, you can't, you'll no. get killed which i know is crazy and i don't understand why they th- they have such the ego and like i guess they've just been fed since they were children it's all propaganda si- yeah and like it's know- just so hard yeah. for me to see people suffer when they don't have to because of these megalomaniacs and the uh, do you know do, do you know every every house in north korea uh in every home uh there has to be one wall dedicated to their leaders yeah i mean isn't that crazy could you imagine could you imagine like okay so uh if if, if you didn't like trump could you imagine having a wall just for trump Being no this has to be- <laughs> oh my god i think i would do what they did which is try to defect and then if i got killed defecting then i got yeah. killed it's better than the life that they're living i'm just so saddened for the people that don't yeah that wa- i want people to be free i honestly we Fuck are, yeah. you know we i want do. everybody to be free i'd like i want all the women in the middle east to be able to be equal and not have to be under male regime. i want women in, and, in yeah. south america which is a patriarchal society who can't travel unless they have permission by the males it's such bullshit like it's any so of that kind bullshit. of stuff yeah like india like that whole like it's just like, like I come from I come from the Philippines and if you're gonna ask what me, is it like in the Philippines like as far the Philippines as is, the society male women's roles is it very patriarchal what is it it's very patriarchal oh that sucks okay um, and at the same time it's very third world I don't know uh-huh. if the last time I went to the Philippines was 10 years ago and mm-hmm. let me tell you man I, if you've never experienced a third world country mm-hmm. it, it's shitty mm-hmm. okay and and, and and that's the thing but the but but the good thing is like I love my peoples but then there's right. a reason why I left and I am going to continue to say that me and my uh my family we went through the immigration process uh-huh. and we're not going back I am uh-huh. an American first mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's what that's one of the greatest things about in this country yeah right. I, I think some some people just piss me off sometimes because they don't understand how good they have it living in this oh, country oh no yeah they I, don't I, I'm like I came you and and especially people that were right. born here that's gonna argue with me about immigration stuff like you haven't no we, idea. it took us eighteen years yeah God it took us eighteen years to become American citizens that's could insane. you imagine no I can't imagine and I feel very lucky that that you know seven or eight generations ago my family left Ireland or Scotland or Wales or wherever and fucking moved here to become farmers yeah and and because my family's been here since 1840s or at least it goes back that both sides of my family um but my uh step uncle uh my stepmother's brother-in-law was a doctor in America, but he was yeah. Filipino, yeah. and he was a plastic surgeon. And so he took all his plastic surgery money from our little town, which didn't have like tons of boot jobs and that kind of stuff. But he would go back to the Philippines, uh, take his whole family, and he would f- his wife, my stepmother's sister, 
uh, was a nurse, and that's how they met. And he would go back and fix. What? A Filipino nurse? No, no, she was American, but oh. a blonde Italian. <laughs> what? <laughs> but he would go fix cleft palates. Yeah. And he would uh, fix any kind of facial stuff because he was a plastic oh. surgeon. He would go for like a month and a half for two months out of every year. So a good chunk of his, his money that he made as a plastic surgeon was spent going back to his village. And, and everybody knew him, Dr. Sugatan, and yeah. they would all come. And he would do he would do nothing but fix people, and that he knew the importance of that. Also, he was like six two. Like, how many Filipinos do you know that are that tall? Uh, like he was, none. Yeah, I know. He was <laughs> He was. He's, he's not Filipino. There's yeah. a, there's definitely some some quarter black in him or something. You but know? he was wonderful, and so uh, that was my first taste of somebody being an immigrant to the country, and then because, yeah. and then building up and everything. And so that started my understanding of it. My ex husband, his uh, father came from Baghdad, grew up in Baghdad before I went bad before Hussein and his mother was from England and uh, they met in Israel um, and then he had his whole family escape to America so like he was one of eight and they all came to America I love that so word, escape because it's really an yeah, escape yeah 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 and my ex-husband he's like I'm 100% American even though yeah. he has Iraqi and English blood and also Jewish blood he he he's like no I'm 100% American because I'm here in America and you're like yes you are and you're 100% American yeah with with your heritage that's why, that's, so. why it's, that's why sometimes I'm so torn with like immigration reform and stuff like that look man i'm not i'm i'm, I'm not trying to talk bad about the people that's crossing the border from the south but then for them to expect that they're going to be american citizens all of a sudden no no you know? i i i i definitely believe in the fact that the border should be open but and anybody who comes through regardless if it's legal or illegal there should be both paths for both ways if you made it through and we didn't catch it fine you got to do it this way. Of course, that'll be a longer process than the people who did it. But there's a reason why you came here. And it and 95% of the time, it's not for the illicit reasons why people don't want immigration. Like, they're going to kill and rape and murder and all. No, they're yeah, coming yeah. for opportunity because it's they're shit where they are. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah. let them in. Figure it out. We need them. But also, as much as yeah. you don't think we need them, we do need them. Yeah, let but, them but come through. But also, I believe that we are a nation of laws. And I mean... I do it, understand. It, it, That's yeah. why I'm saying the other yeah. ones that came through and we didn't get them then okay then you will serve but then but this then, time but then, and you then know, you can still have a path yeah for, but then you know where the problem lies what's that is that okay they they just cross a rio grande and then they're they're there for my family back in the philippines that we don't have a river no. just to cross we have a whole ocean and we've got to do it the legal way right and you unfortunately know? that's just and because un of uh, the uh, exactly the geography is so, that they have it slightly easier yeah and if their country had better reforms and they got rid of the patriarchal society 100%. and they fucking invested in that it would be like canada where they don't have that many people who are trying to escape in there it actually they can grow to go to canada, their society i actually kidding. like canada i, I, I grew up canada in upstate New York, <laughs> i'm just so. talking shit about Canadian because they're so nice <laughs> they're so, so nice there, they're too. so clean and they leave their front doors open yeah, and I'm like I can't cool fucking there. you can't do that in Hollywood no, you do man. that in Hollywood everything would be taken oh my friend my friend just did this like he didn't but his his roommate uh, accidentally on purpose left the front door open and he came out of his bedroom <sighs> after hooking up with somebody and there's of a course. man in his living room watching TV <laughs> Who had drank all his alcohol and was having a psychotic break because he just walked in the door. Yeah. And you're just like, damn it. So, yeah, you can't do that in L.A. at all. You can't leave your door no, open ever, ever. Yeah. Well, let's bring it back full circle. Okay. Would you visit North Korea if given the opportunity? 
if if uh, that regime was no longer in there and it was open borders, then yes. No, um, the, the, the regime that is now. Would you like to experience it? Of course, but I don't know if I can guarantee my safety. Like that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. I don't know if that they wouldn't kidnap me and go, "Hey, we need I you." Think, yeah, you know? I think. Yeah, I think. I think my camera mean, would always. I can't be have in, any babies because yeah. this thing's been broken forever. But yeah. you know, <laughs> I think I would, would live stream. I would. Yeah. And I would completely record everything. Uh -huh. I would live stream it. Yeah. <laughs> if I can, but, I'm like, I'm live streaming. I'm still alive. I'm so. This guy is not gonna take me, right? <laughs> but do they have hostility against Filipinos? Because I know there's a lot of, there uh, there's is, warring yeah. against a lot of, yeah. I mean, like everybody, and, there's and, warring and, and against. And that's what most people don't understand about Asians in general. A lot of people think, it's like Latinos, like there's a right. lot of Latinos that hate other Latinos, and most people just right. put them under this umbrella. Yeah. Asians, oh my God, talk about hate. You know, like let's do an example, like Japanese and Koreans. Right. You know? Is like well, you know our friend, our, our friend um, uh, Michelle Malazaki. Yes. So she's Japanese. Yes. Her refrigerator was made in Korea. Yeah. It has thirty-seven different languages in it. Uh -huh. One of them is not Japanese. Yeah. Because they hate the Japanese. Yeah. So like, like, how do you deal with that? You know, that's blatant right there. I mean, you yeah. can say it more than times than you know than not. I know. You know? It's just so, so weird. Yeah. So. We're not all the same. We all look the same. Uh, no, but we're you a, don't. No, we all look the same. Yeah. Like, I look the same like every other white woman. Like, if I've been called a Karen. You know I'm, like, the most anti-Karen because I yell at Karens. But, like, I get called a Karen all the time. Oh, when I yeah, tell somebody to, not, to fucking not litter, then I get but called then, a Karen. But then uh, you, you have that benefit of... Of having that aura to be a Karen, though. You know? I do. It's like, I oh, do. don't but fuck with her. Good. Don't fuck with her. I She's... use it for good, though. I don't. Huh? I, I use it for good. I yell at other Absolute Karens. Power. I've yelled at a Absolute lot of Absolute power Karens. corrupts, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, corrupts. What, me getting a discount <laughs> at Target? Who fucking, I don't get shit. Listen, I walked into Hollywood at a time when they were like, you know, I came to Hollywood when it was all about guys. Yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. was like, okay, we're going to let other women in, but we're going to let women... You know, we're going to let people um, of color and stuff. And I'm like, great, let them in. But then it was just like, but you're a white woman, so you don't check enough boxes. And I'm like, yeah, but I can go to Harvard. It, economics should play in there, too. And I'm like, I came from the fucking trip. I was conceived in a goddamn trailer. I did not have the benefit of that kind of stuff. I, you know, please let me be included, too. But I've sort of been squeezed out. So I'm still trying. I'm not I'm not boohooing. I'm just like... <laughs> It just takes you know harder, and I'm glad people of color are fucking getting their turn because it's about fucking time. Those stories are rich and they're interesting, and it's been a, a it's been too long since we've not heard those voices and be able to have a different point of view. Yeah. Did you see I May Destroy You? Do you have HBO? No. Oh, that's. Uh, I'm about to get my friend's account though. Oh my god, it is incredible. It's an incredible story of a woman's sexual assault and her trying to remember it, and it and it takes place over six episodes, and it's incredible like just everything that goes around i would watch it is it a musical no good there's there's music and you would like the music the music's real i like just hate musicals no it's not a musical thank god it's not a musical well we made it oh yay Fuck look at yeah. that look at that guys look at yeah. wendy wilkins made it well, I just want to say thank you very much, Wendy. Thank you, sir. This was an awesome podcast, thank of course. You. I knew this was going to flow, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I it, can't it, shut up. It always flows with, with friends, yeah. you know? So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's just a natural thing, you know? Uh, uh, go tell people where to follow you and stuff. Uh, on Instagram, it's uh, at Wendy Jean, W-E-N-D-Y-J-E-A-N. On Twitter, it's Wendy Loves Chewy, but I spelled Chewy wrong. It's 
I'm meaning Chewbacca, but I spelled it wrong. So it's a Wendy loves C H E W Y. It was a oh, dumb, God. dumb mistake I made a long time ago. So I don't really tweet that much. I tweet every once in a while, and it's usually Max about from D Lab says Wendy seems cool. Too bad she's hooked up. <laughs> How am I hooked up? She's not hooked up, Max. I am never falling in love old, again. I will never have a, a boyfriend again. Do you want to have sex with an old white guy from Kansas City? Uh, <laughs> I usually go young. <laughs> Sorry, Max. I, 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 I do about half my age plus one. So that's about 26. Uh, right now, I'm hooking up a 26-year-old. And it's pretty good. Yeah. So. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining this live stream. If you guys want to follow me on my social media, I'm, all, I'm on all these and what? I'm, on, uh, I'm also on my new social media platforms, which is Odyssey, BitChute, and Mine. Go ahead and give me a follow. And, of course, I do this Monday through Saturday, every Tuesday, with a special friend of mine. And Saturday, I do the music thing. If you want to support my work, I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, and Facebook Messenger, also known as Facebook Pay. And also, if you guys are catching this on YouTube, do me a favor. Hit that notification bell like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you guys. God bless. Peace out. JK Day. Just keep
thank you for tuning in to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio. And of course, I would like to introduce the most sexiest Filipino west of the Mississippi. And you could follow him on Hana, all his socials at Chris Rubio Artist. Please give it up for the most sexiest Filipino west of the Mississippi and all over the world. The one and only Chris Rubio.